0: friends, we are going to talk about uh, communication. And you know what? I have learned that this is the essence of relationship. In fact, uh, let, let me prove that to you. There, there is something called the Morabian formula. Now, the Morabian formula was defined or designed by a professor Morabian at Market University in uh, the 1970s, I believe. He did an exhaustive study on communication, and he looked at the three most common forms of communication the words we speak, um, the tone of our voice, and our body language. Those are the three primary forms of communication that all of us have. And what he tried to determine is what percentage of total communication does each one of those play? Well, the results were fairly stunning. What he found was the words we speak only represent 7% of total communication. Now, by the way, that doesn't mean that words aren't important or powerful. They're absolutely important and powerful. And you're going to hear me talk about that throughout the training. But here's what he found. 38% of communication is the tone of the words we speak. So in other words, the old saying, it's not what you say, it's how you said it, is actually scientifically true. So it's important for us to understand that, uh, you know, words with the wrong tone are going to be misunderstood. They're going to be uh, misinterpreted, and they're going to lead to problems in your relationships, both in business and in life. So this is not only communication for sales, but communication for life and relationships and everything you do. And your body language represents the remaining 55%. Now, by the way, that applies even in telephone sales, believe it or not, because the way you hold yourself is going to drive your voice tone. And then your voice tone is going to drive your words. All three work together to create great communication. So having said that, and, and having established that communication is the key to relationship building and sales success. Let me give you a quote from Jeffrey Gittimer that I love. He said, Customer satisfaction is worthless, customer loyalty is priceless. Look, our, our customer loyalty begins with our service and relationship. And a big piece of that throughout the process, not just on the front end, but throughout the entire transaction. Is how we communicate with our customers. So let's talk about what I will call the six C's to communication, the six things that you have to have when you communicate if you're gonna succeed in this marketplace. And these are all critically important to your success. And the first one is you have got to have charisma. Now, charisma is not just being enthusiastic and dynamic, but also being confident. It's all of those things. I talked about the earlier, the importance of confidence, and your confidence comes from your belief. If you believe rate doesn't matter, if you believe that the American dream still exists, if you believe that you can save people money, change their life, make a difference, do things for them that are incredible, even in today's marketplace, no matter what the rates are, then you know what? You're going to have A lot of confidence, but you also have to be very enthusiastic. Look, nobody wants to talk to a monotone, boring loan officer. Okay. We've got to be charismatic. It doesn't mean you have to have a triple A personality like I have. You just got to be excited and enthusiastic within your own personality. It's important to understand that. The second key is that confidence piece. You've got to be whole sold out, confident in everything that you do from start to finish, not just in the opening of your call. Charisma is really important in the first minute and obviously through the rest of the conversation. But that first minute, you better be enthusiastic. You better be excited. You better be motivated. But now you got to carry confidence through the rest of that conversation. Confidence is the thing that people will grade you by. They're going to know if you're confident in your offer, if you're confident in your rates, if you're confident in your loan, if you're confident in your abilities, if you're confident in your teammates. Even things where we talk badly about our you know, processing or operations team, that is not how you want to work with your customers because that shows a lack of confidence in your teammates and your borrower's going to have a lack of confidence. Remember, The way you communicate is the way they're going to perceive you. So if you're confident, they're going to be confident in you. The third thing is cadence. It's having a good call cadence, and I'm actually going to teach you in a a few minutes here what your call cadence should look like, but you have to have a a, pre-planned, a very powerful, and a very proven call cadence in every transaction that you work on. And then the fourth C is clarity. you got to be clear. you got to be articulate. You cannot say things that confuse people. You've got to make sure that you are clear in your communication. And that means that you're prepared before you have conversation with the customers, that you really think about what you say before it crosses your lips, that you clarify with people by doing simple things like making sure that you're repeating things to them when you need to, or affirming things with them by you know, getting them to respond back to you. It's important that you create clarity in all of your communication. And then the fifth C, and this is an interesting one, is curiosity. You've got to build a lot of curiosity in sales. you you got to say things to your borrowers that get them to say, what? <laughs> That's what you're looking for. you got to get them to say, wait a minute, how could you do that? Wait, how does that work? Wait, how could you save me money in that way? Wait, how can you cut my term on my mortgage? These are questions I want them to ask you. You do that by creating a great benefits presentation that creates curiosity when you call people. And I'm going to give you examples of that more in detail in a little bit. And then the last C is consistency. You got to be consistent in your communication. And that means you've got to set up pre-planned times with your customers. Let me give you a couple of great examples of this, okay? I always teach loan officers that when you have a customer that you have an application on that goes into your pipeline, you should establish from the very beginning a a once-a-week minimum um, contact that you're going to make with them by telephone. And what you want to do is establish that with them from the start and just pick a day. So I used to have my loan officer do every Thursday afternoon between 2.30 and 4.30, they would call every single deal in their pipeline and they just tell their customers, look, every Thursday between 2.30 and 4.30, you're going to get a call from me. I'm going to update you on the status of your loan. I'm going to let you know how things are going along. If there's problems before Thursday, I will certainly call you. But if you don't hear from me until Thursday, that means everything's going fine. You don't have to call me unless there's something you want to talk about. Bottom line is, I will keep you updated. Customers love that. And you know what? what it does is you time block it in your day. It now minimizes your inbound emails and calls from customers saying, hey, what's happened to my loan? Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's happening with this? You're creating consistency and communication. These things are critical. All right. So now let's talk about that cadence, the call strategy. And let me give you the most important principles in your call strategy. Number one, you got to contact people immediately. Look, in 2021, there was a study done by Encompass um, through Velocify where they had looked at 60 million mortgage leads. And here's what they found. That if you contact the borrower within one minute of them either requesting a quote or, or them you know, getting referred to you, if you call them within one minute, you have a 241% better chance of conversion. If you wait 30 minutes, it drops to 130%. And if you wait 12 hours, there's no benefit at all. You may have already lost that customer. That's how fast the market is safe. So you gotta be responsive. You gotta contact immediately. That's rule number one. Rule number two, you gotta apply the three five principle. What's the three five principle? You've gotta make at least five contacts in the first three days. What I recommend is two contacts a day minimum in the first three days when you get a lead or referral. Or an opportunity so that you are calling them at least twice a day. The key here is that's the minimum. You can do three or four, don't do 10. You're going to drive them nuts. Okay. But the three five principle is what the study showed was the optimum strategy to use. I'm going with the study that was with 60 million consumers. And then leave only one voicemail per day, do not load up their voicemail box. They heard you. Okay, don't leave them a voicemail and then another one an hour later, another one three hours later. You are way too aggressive and they are going to not call you back. Leave them a message, call them a couple times, make sure you try them two or three times, but only leave one voicemail. Now, the only exception to that is if it's a referral from one of your partners, you can leave one in the morning and leave another one at the end of the day, and that's absolutely fine. And then this is a huge tip. Make a boomerang call after every voicemail. Now, what's a boomerang call? It's where you call them, you leave a message. If you don't get them, you hang up and you dial them right back. Why? Because most people, you're getting their cell phones. When you and I get a call on our cell phone from somebody that we don't know who it is, it's not somebody in our call list, okay? We're not going to answer it the first time. We're going to figure if it's important or if it's legitimate, they'll leave a message. If all of a sudden we see a message pop up and then that number dials in again, all of a sudden that becomes important. Might be something we need to answer. Good chance they'll pick it up the second time. And then lastly, always send a follow-up email right after your call. Now don't email first and call after because the study showed consumers feel it's much more relational when you call first and then email. And by the way, don't just be an emailer. Call your customers. And whenever you can, use video conferencing and videos that you send out. It's amazing how powerful these are. I mentioned uh, the "Betting a Thousand podcast I did with Alex earlier. Well, the other thing Alex mentioned in there was that the number one most common trait he found with top producers across the nation, they use video effectively. They get that face-to-face, eye-to-eye human connection that's so important. So send a follow-up email after your calls and after your messages, and if you can, if allowed by your company, and if you have approval to do so, send them a short text too, short text, not a long text, quick text, so that you've now covered all your bases. You follow these simple call strategies and these simple call parameters, and you know what? You're gonna have incredible communication, and you're gonna crush your number.